My one regret is that they'll never know who really killed them. This is Blake Seven in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by Five to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters and occasionally the not-so-one-offs. Who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory and anything else that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, for this is going to be spoiler heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the story first. Um, are you wearing your outfit, Ian? I am, yes. If you hear any creaking, it might be the outfit, it might be me. I don't know. Yes. I'm feeling old today. I'm quite glad that we don't do a video cast. Um, I, I thought we should do perhaps one. We should have done a video cast. Not today, not today. Not today. You, oh, God, no, not you've today. got your duct tape over one yeah. eye, and I've got my toilet roll wrapped around my head, so um, best not for today. Yeah, so you're, you're okay in case of any accidents. <laughs> Yeah, I've got I've got that fake eye glued over one yeah. eye, but I can still see through the which, uh, toilet roll. Which was you said was a lion's eye. It's a lion's eye. Yes, that's a life-size glass lion's eye. The, if, I'm if, sure there's if, a story behind that. Yeah, if anybody is wondering what the bloody hell we're talking about, yes. go to the Facebook page. Uh, in the run-up to this recording, Ian yeah. has put up some rather lovely photos of him in his Mark II Travis outfit and. I had to counter it, so yes, out come the loo roll and this lion's eye, right? Yeah. The reason I've got I got, got a lion's eye is, and it's only a hemisphere, by the way. It's not a whole ball, you know, that I blue tacked to my eye. It's only a hemisphere. Uh, I got it from a taxidermy place. Um, I got that and two others. I did a thing for the Artmore project, which is something Neozaz, you know, our podcasting company uh did matt matt did this thing a few years ago for a couple of years called the artmore project where people were given chess plates boba fett's chess plates and you could convert them and adapt oh, I, them and I, do yeah, anything do you remember, remember you can that, paint yes, them some yeah. people painted them some people did it yeah and one year i did it based on uh, john carpenter's the thing so i did a, like a body horror thing oh, right, with, right. with with open mouths and things like that and i wanted some eyeballs so i ordered three i can't remember what the other two animals were but there was a lion's i think one was a human's and i can't remember what the other ones were snakes or something like that and i only used two so i've had this lion's eyeball because it was a bit big staying about yeah yeah, just laying about. It is big. It's bigger than ours. I didn't realise how freakish I would look until <laughs> uh, I saw the photos. So hang yes. on, hold on. Let's go back. So you didn't realise how freakish you would look when you wrapped your head in toilet paper and stuck a lion's lion's eye eyeball front. over me over that, my own. I, yes. don't, I, I don't know whether to be happy or sad for you. I, I'm, I'm very odd. I, yeah. I find it very odd. My chin seems enormous in that it photo. Did look great, yeah, very Bruce Campbell-esque. Bruce Campbell. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. So yes, folks. Um, um, yeah, go to Facebook. You'll know. You, you'll see what yeah. we're talking about. All right. So here we are. We, we finally got here. Then uh, yes. Travis Mark Two. Travis Mark yes. Two. It's a bit the sad in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've been yes. Um, but of course, once we've had this discussion today, I, I was thinking earlier. I don't think we're very often going to mention Travis again. Maybe no, during I... the Serverland or the Blake episodes. I think but we might. This yeah, is we, it. there might be a throwaway line to him, but yeah, this this is it. This is the end of of the Travis era of the show. The, yes, yeah. yes. Because we we get uh, Blake back, don't we? But Travis, yeah. no more. No, no, no more. A question for you. Yes. Uh, a question I should have asked. Um, you know, when we did Travis Mark One. Um, 
Travis. The name Travis. Everybody yeah. just calls him Travis. I'm assuming that's a surname. I, I yeah, I think so. I, I I I don't know what his first name could be. There, there was a. I seem to think that there was in when we were back in the fandom that there was an official or a, a non, you know, something that appeared in one of the scripts or something, but you never saw on the show that he did have a first name and it was something stupid. But I uh, don't like the idea of it. I I like the I like the fact that it's just Travis, isn't it? You know. Yeah, I I think if he has got his full name is Stephen Brian Travis. That's, oh, that's, that's very a good, good name for or Brian Stephen. Yeah. You, well, I imagine you know, he was he was Stephen Bryan, and he called himself Stephen Travis until uh, he after his troubles at the end of season one. And he, he thought, "I'm going to except people don't blame me for that. I'm going to call myself Brian Travis." Mm. And uh, he thought, "I'll change my personality and me look <laughs> and everything." <laughs> And everything, which we are shortly going yeah. to discuss. Um, I thought if Travis is is actually his first name, then yeah. that offers up Perkins yeah, as Travis being a, or Bickle. Bickle. Yeah, could be Travis Bickle. Travis Bickle. He likes to clean the scum of, off the streets, doesn't he? Do you think this Rebel is where scum. Terry Nation got the name Travis from? Because, of course, taxi drivers like, what, 74? It would have been it was huge at that point, wasn't it? It was still the, the yeah, film. So, the, yeah, so you have been, this yeah. lo- loner renegade yep. character, you know, and it's like, oh, I've got a loner renegade character. Oh, I'll call him Travis. Yeah, because we know Terry Nation, his book of names to use wasn't that big, was it? No, no. I only wanted to call him Tarrant, and he went, oh, I can't call him Tarrant again. <laughs> Not again. Oh, yeah, Travis, we've got to leave that a while, Travis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's All right, so. Similar. Yes. So I thought, you know, for our talk about, you know, the life of Brian here, (laughs) um, um, we'll do what we did with Travis Mark 1, which is talk about his appearances in order. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, yeah, we've got to start at the very beginning, which is a very good place to start. And Weapon is the very first time we we see Brian. I just Um, just rewatched that two seconds ago. Well, not two seconds ago. Oh, About 20 excellent. Minutes ago. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, fair enough. Travis, you are pathetic. If you say so. Of all the cripple-brained idiots. Me or you? What did you say? You're angry, Supreme Commander. Surprised by what I did. You devious. You always have been devious. You knew what would happen. Take your hand off me. You knew if it was Blake, I'd kill him. I'd have to kill him. You'll rot in a slave pit on Ursa Prime, Travis. We didn't need to, but you insisted. That's why, so you could test one of them on me. You used me like some automatic port tracer. And you functioned beautifully. Um, now... When we first see him in Weapon, Koza and Rochelle, they've just stranded themselves in that old factory, haven't they? Yes. We've had that explosion of the ship and everything, yep. and, they, and, and there the they Cortina's are. The Cortina's blown up, yeah. Yeah, and we mocked quite uh, mercilessly um, the Travis scene where you've got that awful, god-awful music, yes. all that choral stuff and everything. But before we get to that choral stuff, we've got this long shot. This is the first time we ever see Travis Mark yeah. II. Yeah, introduced um, in long shot. No, no real explanation as to as to who this is, other than the fact that he's got an eye patch. You could no. be mistaken for thinking. I mean, you, especially with the the weird sort of lack of continuity Blake Seven has, you could be for thinking, forgiven for thinking this isn't Travis. That this is someone else completely. Um, 
I can I can remember watching it originally and uh, being really really disappointed that this was Travis because Stephen Greif was just so amazing as Travis. It was a big character. People were talking about it. Like, say, uh, my dad and my uncle were those like brilliant character. And then Brian Hove's interview. And I can understand, I can understand, because I used to be there myself. Up until this podcast, I would have said Stephen Grief all the way. He's mm-hmm. Travis. And it's only since watching this, doing this podcast, that I've come to appreciate love. And I think my, my love for Travis Mike 2 surpasses my love for Travis Mike 1. And I'll try and explain it later, mm-hmm. rationally, rather than just emotionally. Um, but I can see the jar especially mm. just watching that scene again it's a bit weirdly the way it's directed and it doesn't really feel like Blake something because you got that yeah. music and you know there's that weird cut where after he kills Blake I mean it's weird enough that he's killing Blake with no explanation it'd been good if the series would have just ended there <laughs> mm. you know they cut to the theme music you know when Avon says like in the next scene he says where's Blake and instead of Callie saying he's gone for a rescue Travis killed him sorry mm. That would have been mm. good, um, but yeah. So it's a weird, a weird little scene in 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 and of itself for Blake Seven. Um, so yeah, I I can I can feel people's disconnect that this yeah. is Travis. Do you think people had that disconnect though when it was first transmitted this yes. this weapon? Yep. Because you've got a gap, haven't you, between the first yep. and second seasons? I, I don't know if they were hoping that some people wouldn't notice the join. God, I don't know how you yeah. wouldn't notice because the very first time you see him, like you say, it's it's a long shot, but that clearly isn't the Travis we, we're used to seeing. You know, we haven't even really yeah. seen details of his costume, but just his stance, he's standing there with his legs wide apart like that. You know, yeah, that Bri- isn't Travis that we know. Well, I mean, Brian's sort of physicality is so different to Stephen's version, isn't it? It's, his body shapes different, like you say, the way he holds himself is different, the cadence of his voice is different. Because a lot of people are sort of say that you read a lot of things and they say, oh, it, it's poor Brian, he was he was trying to copy Stephen Greif. And it, it wasn't, of course, because Brian Croucher never even watched any of Stephen Greif's stuff, so he wasn't no. copying him at all. And if you watch it, he's quite obviously not copying him. He's, he's made the character his own. Um, and I, I really, really enjoy the little nuances he's putting into that performance, even that bit in Weapon, which is, is not, it's not his best performance, but the stuff he's doing is really, really interesting stuff. And the way he says it, and my one of my favourite Travis's lines is where she says, "This room, uh, what is it? This room follows the, uh, the person's mind," and he he just goes, "Anyone's in particular?" <laughs> it's just brilliant. <laughs> it's the way he delivers it. He's this. And I was trying to thinking last night on it because I think, what can we say about this that isn't just a uh, you know sort of oh I like him, um, and I think it's Travis Mark One is a military man. He's he's straight down the line military. He's he behaves like a military commander. You could take him out and put him in a power uniform and drop in him him in a, mm. an Arnhem film, and it would be the same. You would go, okay, this is a competent military officer. Um, but Brian's playing him as a broken man. So this is this is someone whose entire life has been basically kicked out from under him. And he knows it. Mm. So everything he had faith in is gone. I mean it it's really nice if you if you if you watch all the Brian bits sort of on their own, it does 
even though season two we know was done in a weird order, it sort of fits. And you get to the trial episode and where he's, it's his last ditch attempt to try and make sense of his previous life to see whether is he wrong. And you can see like at the point where Travis basically goes, nope, that's it for my previous life. They've let me, de- they've gone. It's, mm. it's really nice, sort of nuanced performance. It's, uh, I think a lot of people just dismiss him because he's not Stephen Greif. And I sort of, I can understand that. I can mm. understand that. Stephen Greif was such a hard act to follow, but I don't think, it's almost like I don't feel we should compare them. They're mm. separate characters at the end of the day. Hmm. And, and of course, you know, a lot of people, they say, oh, yeah, you know, because it's jarring because they see it, it is, as yeah. pantomime, um, you know, especially this, this, I've seen, I've seen varying um, um, mentions of the director, George Spenton Foster, yeah. didn't like Brian Croucher. Yeah, yeah, and, you, and, you said last and, time. And, it's, yeah, it's and, and, and actually did all he can to actually jeopardise yeah. his uh, performance in this very first story. Yeah. I mean, if that is the case as well, then even more kudos to Brian Croucher for for pulling out what he could on it. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, just watching it then, and, and like every line he's playing is really interesting. There's so much emotion um, in it, but there's also a, a Brian Croucher has a line of humour in it that I don't think Stephen Gross' portrayal had. Mm. So, I mean, there, there may have been a, a touch of black humour in it, but I think Brian's having a bit of a... He's having a bit of fun with this character. Not to the point of sending it up, although when he were in the, the episode with the Crimos, that's just getting close at times. Mm. But I don't think he's sending it up, but, yeah, he's 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 having a bit of fun with this. Um, it's... I, dare I say it? I think, I think uh, Travis Mark II is a much more interesting character than Travis Mark One, although mm. I'm not, and that's nothing against Travis Mark One. I just think that the the broken man is a much more interesting journey than the secure in his knowledge military man, no matter how well played. Well, I've got a little bit of behind the scenes in a minute, which you know you say that, yeah. and and that's a good point. But I've got a bit of extra that maybe you don't know about. But but if we talk about the scene first, right? Yeah. And and then and then before we move on to his next story, we'll just do the little bit of info I've got on this story, right? So yeah. he's there. He's standing there, legs legs wide apart, very shiny boots, almost knee high boots. They were yeah. very uh, big boots. He's got very very uh, tall uh, patent leather boots. Very yeah. nice. Very hard yeah. to and, get hold of. Yeah. And as you say, uh, Brian never saw any, watched any of Stephen yeah. Greif's Travis ones. I think that helps. And also the fact they didn't try putting him. He, oh, physically, he's a, di- yeah. he's a different shape. But they didn't try putting him into Mark One's outfit. Yeah. You, you've got I think this that would have, new that would have been outfit. a mistake, yes. You imagine him in that. It would have been interesting to see, actually. But mm. yeah, that wouldn't have fitted him at all well. Uh, no, no. Um, so it was a conscious decision. As I say, I've got behind the scenes info yeah. on things to, to, to have this uh, change in Travis. Um, and here he is. We go to a close-up of him. I thought he looked quite podgy. We, we, we've watched uh, all the later yeah, Travises, yeah. but that first time he, he's quite round of a face yeah, in this well, he, very first he, close-up. He's one, of those, um, he's one of those people that's got a bit of a rounded face, but then you look at him in, like, full length and he's he's like a whippet there's nothing to him no no he, he is quite it. skinny when you yeah. see him in um 
hostage when he's running up and down the yeah. the quarry. He is quite lanky, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's definitely. Um, well, he what he was uh, then. Yeah, yeah. He, well, I'm sure he still is. Bless. Him. Middle, a little bit of we'll save it for later. Present. Save it yeah. for later. Yes. So there he is. Um, yeah. In wanders this this Blake. Yeah. I don't remember watching this story for the first time. Um, no, I, I, I can't yeah, remember, I remember thinking, this. "Oh, what's going on?" But yeah, he kills this clone Blake, doesn't yeah. he? Taking his time, and um, and we get the very first Brian dialogue when that woman yeah. totters down the stairs with that god awful <laughs> music. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm watching that again, and and it's like. She's so trying to be ephemeral and river, and she's watching her feet because she doesn't want to yes. fall down the stairs. It's <laughs> hilarious. It's such a. Uh, if I was a director, I'd go. Can we, can we do that again? Can we? Yeah. Can we? No. Okay, we'll leave it in. <laughs> yeah. You said in the Koza episode that yeah. that's what happened to the uh, the clone masters. They all yeah, died they falling died, down the yeah. stairs. Yeah, they yeah. weren't killed off by server, and they all it was just, just a, uh, a pile of them dead with snapped. Yeah, necks with broken necks. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah, his first performance, Brian's mm. first performance. He's very cross, very snappy, yeah. very shouty, demanding the other one. Um, yeah. Get well, me this, the other one. Yeah. So this is this. Like I say, this is a. This is a Travis that's just come back from conditioning, mm-hmm. which presumably is, you know, some form of torture. You know, I don't, I don't, perhaps it was Servland's magic chair. I don't know. <laughs> you know it could the, have been. Yeah, 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 so it, yeah, yeah, there's a missing scene there with that, yes, with the tick, yeah. tick, tick machine and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, could yeah, have, yeah, yeah. They could have done that, a little, you know, a little flashback. That would have been actually a, a really nice. Um, mirroring of Blake wouldn't it if if they'd have had him yeah. I don't know how they'd fit in that scene because I don't think the director is is good enough to 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 do it but the, yeah they could you could have had a a Travis sort of thinking back memory scene of Travis in the machine that would make that, them even yeah. more mirror images it, of each been, other yeah, wouldn't that they? would have been really good yeah, and I like the idea that you know as as Brian settled into the role yeah. you know he's he he res, he started restraining and yes. as you watch these, you know, he only did like eight stories, didn't he, or whatever. Um, yeah, surprisingly. And this was, this Weapons, what, episode five, something like that, episode four mm. or five. So it's mm. quite late in the season. Because for some reason, I, I always picture Weapon as like episode two, and I always get mm. the wrong disc out, and it's not. So it's quite right. late in the season that he's reintroduced. I do love it that, because you, you're right, he plays it, he's sort of starting at eight, isn't he? He doesn't got yes. far to go. But I I wonder if that he's played it like that because you get that absolutely lovely moment where he's he's saying I don't know is there anything left that, yeah. that you can hold over me and Silverland says the death of Blake and he immediately boom tones it yep. right down and I yeah. thought that, he almost apologises yeah, to her yeah yeah that's clever clever acting um, yeah so I think I think it was a conscious decision to have him come on almost I mean almost manic isn't mm. it he's, those first few lines he delivers almost in a manic way. When he says, you know, he snarls at I get the other one, yeah. he reminds me so much of Wes in Mad Max 2, yeah, where he goes, yeah, no, that... no, we go in. You no, know that. We go now. Yeah. It, it is. is he's almost growling. Animalistic. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right there. Yeah, it is an animalistic performance. And realistically, it is because this is, it, it's almost, he's just killed Blake. And that's, to him, that's almost a sexual release, isn't it? This is, yes. this is Travis's orgasm face. Mm. This is how Travis is on a, <laughs> on a, on a date night. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it quite yeah. like that. But thank you, Ian. Yes. But it's yes. That, yeah. It's that, that same level of emotion for a moment, because this is, he's, he's now fixated on killing Blake and he's just done that, but it's not satisfied him. So he's, 
he's even angrier now because that's where it's like I, I want the other one. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? No, he no, no. Wait ten minutes, of course. But... I mean, I'm reevaluating. Yes, um, yeah. I'm reevaluating Mark Two, but I, I, I still yeah. rate Mark One. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly understand that. I, it, and if, if, it's almost like who, who played Travis best? Which Travis are you talking about? Because I think they're such different characters, mm. and I think. Mark one is definitely ten out of ten for playing that character. And had Brian come on and tried to play that character, yeah, I'd, I'd be saying it, it was a mistake. Don't do it. Blah, blah, blah. But he's playing his Travis, and I think he's playing his Travis ten out of ten as well. Yeah, it it's very strange, you know. As we're talking about this, we've never made a connection to the differences in the James Bonds. No, but this is true, very. Actually, yeah. But very, I was just thinking as you were saying yeah. that, that's like saying Roger Moore takes over from Sean Connery and does a Sean Connery impersonation, which he yeah. didn't. He, he, he just went his own way. Can you imagine you how know? bad that would have been? If it would. And yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. If, if Brian right, Crouch had tried impersonating stuff, yeah, yeah no, it wouldn't have worked, would it? Wouldn't have worked. And also, we're, I suppose, because I was thinking. Uh, other than the Quatermasses uh, and the Doctor Who, obviously, are we? Have we? Uh, is, is the public used to people playing the same part with different actors? Yeah, they are. They like you say James Bond, Sherlock Holmes, Tarzan. Tarzan. Yeah. Um, so I think it. I, th- I think the average, the average sort of punter watching this wouldn't have had a problem with it. They would have gone, "Oh, it's played by a different guy." Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it was probably only the fans that that had an investment in. A particular actor playing mm. a part. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I, I have reevaluated the chap, you know, yeah. and and I have got more um, admiration yeah. uh, for him since doing this podcast. Um, yeah, but this this first story, this weapon, right? You know, people, yeah. yeah, the fans, like you say, a lot of the fans they don't like Travis Mark II because he is so different to Travis Mark One. Yeah. Um, but. Looking into it, a lot of the changes are actually in the scripts. It's not just Brian's performance or the direction that was given to him by the director. They are there in the scripts and in this one as well. You know, the the, the whole arrogance, the talking back to Servalan, all all the shouting and everything are in Chris Boucher's script. That's not Brian Croucher deciding to perform it that way. That's stage direction to do it that way. Wouldn't wouldn't it have been interesting to to see Stephen Greif playing this version of Travis as well. Well, here's because, this snippet. Yeah. Here's the snippet yeah. that I've, I teased you with earlier, okay? Yeah. All of this, all the difference in, you know, in Travis's performance are in the script. You would think they were put into disguise the join between the two actors, but this script, Weapon, was written before Stephen Greif had decided to leave. So this should have been performed by Stephen Greif, this new yeah. version of Travis. If Stephen what, Greif hadn't gone, he would have gone yeah. this other way. Because wasn't this... Haven't I read somewhere that the, 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 this this arc of Travis being the outlaw was put in because Stephen Greif thought that the part had become quite boring and it couldn't... Yeah. You couldn't yeah. have the sheriff chasing the bad guy and losing every week. He just saying curses yeah. as he as he escapes. So that, yeah, yeah, so that's interesting actually. Then yeah, so so this would have been Stephen Greif playing the the Travis because we we've always said that you couldn't picture Stephen Greif grabbing Servalan by the throat. No, it's 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 too beyond. But but 
yeah, if if you're like saying, if that was in, if it was written with him in mind, that would have been interesting to see. It would have been quite shocking, yeah, you know, if, so, yeah. if you remember how he had been in season yeah. one, you know. But yes, this is a broken Travis. He's undergone some therapy, which yeah. you know hasn't been too successful. I um, imagine it's not therapy like we think. I can't imagine Travis was laid on a couch and someone was saying, "Tell me about your mother, Travis." <laughs> there is more, you know, uh, as I say about these rumours about George Spence yeah. and Foster trying to novel his I performance. Why though? Why is he? Was it a, a pre-existing animosity or? Well, I've I mean, got a couple of quotes. I've yeah. got a couple of quotes. I've got one from Brian. I've got one from Jacqueline Pierce, right? Yeah. And and Brian talking about it, he said. Uh, I saw David recently, he means David Maloney, and said to him, it would have been nice for you to have directed at least the first episode and got me into it just to help me. Yeah. That would have been the thing to do, but unfortunately they got George Spenton Foster, and I don't know how others feel about him, but I had nothing in common with him at all. I think he's being diplomatic there, because I've read other things where it was, you know, a, 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 almost a hatred. Yeah. Um, um, and then that's kind of backed up by what Jacqueline Pierce had to say. Jacqueline Pierce says... I suspect it was a chemical thing. It's difficult to see someone being used as a whipping boy. It happened quite frequently, and I found it very disturbing. It was a great shame. Brian was taken on to be the same character as Stephen Greif, which was a bit silly, because if they are going to do that, then they should have got a heavy, which Brian isn't. He's a lightweight, so he had lots of problems, and I don't think George Spenton Foster was particularly kind to him. I don't know what I, she I means about being that. a heavy. Yeah. No, I don't no, agree no. with that because because almost every other role that Brian Croucher plays in, it's a He's variation a on the the Cockney hard man. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, and and yeah, Stephen Greif wasn't a heavy. I don't know no. what she means by they should have got a heavy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what she means, but she was obviously picking up on. Are we back to um, Bernard Breslau playing him? Or? Brian, uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, that 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 would have been a a, a heavy one, yes, definitely. Yeah. But I don't know. But if, if, yeah, this whole whipping boy thing, there was definitely she was picking up on something. Something was going on yeah. there. But also, you know? Travis, Travis, the character isn't a heavy. He's a very intelligent career officer. Mm. He's not an idiot. Yeah. Mm. In, in like, we've often said that if it wasn't for Blake having the hero exemption card, Travis would have won on the first episode. Yep. Yep. You know, his yep. plan was pretty much faultless it was it was indeed yes yeah all right so that's it that's weapon um so we have to move to his next thing i am always surprised just how how little travis is actually in the show whether it's mark one or mark two because the next time we see him is pressure point yeah uh the one where he lobs a strontium grenade and kills effectively kills gang yeah so he so so brian managed something that Stephen Grice's character never did. He killed one of the main crew, didn't he? He did. He did indeed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so in that, he's still answering Serverland back, isn't he? Yes. But, yeah. But, but, yeah but, he, because he knows what to do. Yeah. There's still a little, there's a little bit, I don't think there's, well, there's no respect for Serverland. There's a little bit of respect for the office, but it's interesting in that one that he's, he's sort of got the measure of Serverland now, hasn't he? He's, he's quite, mm. so like with Kasabi and that, where, Talking about what a, a what a horrible little oik Serverland was it in in uh, you know the academy, and he you look at you watch Brian's face on that and he's taking that in and it's sort of he's he's just it's again ni- nice interesting stuff and he's definitely mm. not just the heavy, but I think that's really underestimating the character. Yeah, 
Yeah. We wouldn't still be talking about him if he was just a heavy, would we? If he was just a stock villain. Yeah. No, no. You wouldn't be... Yeah. This guy should win. I mean, this plan. Yeah, yeah. they've been staking it's out good plan, that, yeah. that 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 little uh, cottage, yeah. haven't they? You know, yeah. it, it, it is a good plan. And you know, she does defer to him. After all, yeah. he is the military person. She yeah. is not. And and also, if she would have been as willing to die for the Federation as he was, she would have. The, they Travis would have just gunned them all down at the end, whether she got killed or not. Mm. It's only the fact that she's held hostage by Jenna that they all get away from there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, if it left, I, this is this is possibly a, uh, a a realistic thing, and it is if you leave the if you leave the fight into the military, it's better than getting the politicians involved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they're not military minded. And I think that's that 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 is his strength, and I think that yeah. is why you know she defers to him because the next time he appears, which is in trial, she does say something like, you know, it's such a pity he's got to die. He's so much better yeah. than anything else I've got. She yeah. knows his value. Yeah, there's a, there's a moment of truth from Serverland there. She knows that she's diminished without him because her she can't think in a military way. She's thinking like a politician. She's thinking like, you know. Like like Servalan herself, it's yeah. She she she's no good in strategies. No, she needs people yeah. like him r- yeah. rather than the bus drivers and farmers. She's gonna yeah uh, shortly end up with yes. And this this yeah. is it again because you know how much what a fan I am of um, Frank Herbert's June. And there's so many parallels in season two to June. And I'm I'm pretty certain Brian Croucher, uh, not Brian Croucher, um, Chris Butcher was a. Uh, a Frank Herbert fan, mm. um, and again this thing of that a few very well-trained, very intelligent men can swing the difference for whole planets, for whole galaxies, and that the average military person is a bit of a, like you say, a bus driver. Mm. And I like I like the idea here that that Silverlands rel- now reliant on people that that are plodders that aren't very imaginative, mm. you know, because I'm I'm. We sort of estimated again, haven't we, or, or sort of guessed that the military also gets tranquilized. Yes. You know, that they're not, these troopers are not the brightest in the box. Not necessarily their own fault, but they're, they're presumably ill-educated. You know, they've only been educated in the, the Federation way of thinking. They're probably, you know, drugged. Mm. So if you've got someone like Travis that, can rise above it and is intelligent and it yeah. can plan ahead and is tactical like um uh the the guy with the nice eyelashes that you like carnell carnell same thing yeah. and it? it's he can he's he's one step ahead of everyone but and that's the danger i think well. I, I think that's the danger for serverland is because yeah. if she, she needs these people to think outside the box yeah. and will take risks and come up with original notions and that rather than the, the neutered safe Officers, she's yeah. got you. You the, need you these. Run the but, risk then as yeah, well, that's you? the threat. Yeah. That's the threat yeah. that they are so independent. How do you control yeah. them? You know, will, and will think, they see at one point that they don't need her, let alone her needing them? They won't need her because she's now the she. She's the bottleneck for success. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's it's good stuff again. It is. And again, a lot of it is inferred and there are missing yeah. stories. I mean, you know, the decision taken to effectively lobotomize or restrain, you, you know, Travis Mark One went wrong. And now yeah. we've got Travis Mark Two. But there is enough of the, you know, the, you, you know, the, the crafty, you know, 
officer, you know, the trained officer. Yeah. Um, that, that remains that he is still of value to her, even though, you know, she says, doesn't she, in trial, he's probably insane, but he's not stupid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think the, 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 the uh, brainwashing has, has nobbled him a bit, hasn't it? It's, mm. he, he, yeah, he's not insane. Oh, he no. is insane, probably. I'm, I'm not entirely sure on that. But yeah, he's definitely not stupid. But, but I wonder if need... she was hoping for, a, like you say, a lobotomized bus driver. Was that what she was hoping to get back? Maybe maybe all those bus drivers we see were lobotomized, and they yeah. were all like Travis's before. Yeah, but yeah, be. yeah, yeah, they've all gone through the system. Um, trial then, trial. Would you say yes. this is your favourite Travis story? Um, yeah, I think I, I think so. I mean, I enjoy all of all of his performances for one reason or another, but I think this is his certainly his standout moment which is which is weird because he's he doesn't do a lot in it for most of it but that's the strength in itself because we're so used to the shouty brian we are we are yeah. and and you know he, he can't be well he, he starts off not shouty i mean we've talked about him you know before quite a few times on this show yeah. you know particularly when he's talking to Trooper Parr and all like that, you know. Um, but something we haven't talked about is when he's actually standing up and presenting his own case. Yes. You may begin. A field officer like myself is frequently required to make fast, unconsidered decisions you were all field officers, you know that's true. Time to think is a luxury battle seldom affords you. You react instinctively. Your actions, your decisions, all instinct, nothing more. But an officer's instincts are the product of his training. The more thorough the training, the more predictable the instinct, the better the officer. And I am a good officer. I have been in the service all my adult life. I'm totally dedicated to my duty and highly trained in how to perform it. On Sir Castor, I, I reacted as I was trained to react. I was an instrument of the service. So if I'm guilty of murder, of, of mass murder, then so are all of you. That, that's a standout moment. This, this is Travis put in his case and mm -hmm. expecting them to be honest and not to be hypocrites and go, yeah, you've got a point. And the re and the fact that they don't, I think this is, this is the point where he decides I'm going to screw the entire galaxy. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I mean th 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 this, I think these two scenes we're just about to talk about from trial, I think are my favorite yeah. Brian Croucher ones because he starts off and he's saying, you know, to the court, you were all field officers, you had the same training as me, you and I are, are no different, you know, you've got to act on instinct and what you do is a product of your training. You've had the yeah. same training as me, so therefore, if I'm guilty of something that's considered to be mass murder, so are all of you. But he's not getting a reaction, so he's starting to go into shouty mode, isn't he? Yeah, he he, he starts off and he's he's explaining it very very carefully and very yeah. you know where he says the better the officer, the less the and he's it's level. And then yeah, he he doesn't get the reaction he's expecting, 
and then he raises it a notch and then another notch and mm. then he goes through the ceiling. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's brilliant. It's it's superb acting. I yeah. and, and like I say, I, a lot a lot of people, I think, you know, dismiss Brian Croucher even in his other roles now as a as like you say, I suppose a bit of a heavy, a bit of a you know, he he was the Cockney wide boy type yeah. person. But this is this is superb acting. Mm. I love the lines. I love the information yeah. we get about how you know yeah. how he's been since he since he was an adult. He's been totally yeah. dead dedicated to his career. Yeah, you know he, he, he's, he's given he's his given life them, for the federation. Yeah. Total loyalty. He's done exactly what they've asked of him. You know, and especially if 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 you sort of keep in your mind the Mark of Cain bits where the the massacre is is quite almost a necessity. Ne- yes. You know, he's protecting the galaxy as he sees it. And yet, that's the other thing to think of is like these are because because Blake Seven is so wonderfully shades of grey. This is this is a career officer that's protecting what he thinks is the correct regime, the correct mm. way of living. Yep. You know, he's he's not a, a moustache twirling. Oh, I'm doing evil. Pants he's doing the right thing. Mm. Yeah. And if if he'd have let if he'd have don't behave differently he would be letting down his training his way of life and i think the fact that 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 the people he respects the you know um is it star killer star killer yeah yeah the fact that they don't side with him a is is an indictment that travis isn't a political animal because anyone with half a half a, a brain cell as far as politics goes knows they can't publicly side with him but Travis expects them to. He's mm. still working under the the military way of we're thinking. All, we're all brothers together. Right, yeah, there's right and there's wrong. Mm. And if you're not on the side of right, you're on the side of wrong. And they yeah. they go with the political thing of oh, it'd be a bit embarrassing if we if we uh, okay this. Yeah, yeah, um, and, I, and I, I, that pushes him over the edge. It pushes him over the edge. We yeah. do get the, all the shouting and everything, and yeah. you know you. You can see when he sits down, he just glowers, doesn't he? You yeah, know that he's like, yeah. that's that's the point. That's the point. It's like, yeah. I'm getting my revenge. I've had it with you lot. Yeah. Stuff you. And yeah. as we say, Mark of Cain, we know, already know that, you know, he knows about the Andromedans and everything. Yeah. And I think it's at this moment when he sits back down, it's like, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, it's a, you get just in his eyeball acting. Good eyeball actor, right? Good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get, th- th- yeah. This is an you, overacting eyeball this time. No, no, no. This is good at eyeball acting. And you, you can see it's the, they've sealed their fate. Yeah. He's he's not feeling sorry for himself or anything like that. He's he's almost feeling sorry for them because it's like, yeah, you've you've sealed your fate. It'd been interesting to know what his plan was if Blake hadn't have attacked. And I think he had a plan up his sleeve that he would have he would have escaped whatever, you know. Because and and I wondered if his being, you know, just sitting there not reacting. No, is that lulling like Trooper Power and that into a false sense of security that at some point he's going to spring into action yes, and they're not yeah. going to be ready for it because yeah. because they've they've not they've been used to him being the almost a zombie yeah and like I say there's a lovely bit in when he's talking to Trooper Power and he's winding his gun up yes and it's it's like well you notice it and you go oh my god that's just that's hairs on the back of the neck thing because yeah he's 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 a, a dangerous man Travis 
I, I think, him. yeah, I mean, you know, he is sentenced to death. He's going to be yeah. um, you know, executed for the common criminal that he's shown himself yeah. to be. Um, and yeah, if Blake hadn't attacked, we've said, oh, well, you know, Travis is dead. The whole show I would have gone think, a different yeah. way. I, Maybe I, I, he could I've have got my mind on that. I think he would have escaped one way or another. Mm. He would have, they would have been taking him out to be executed. He would have probably turned around and managed to kill the entire execution squad, I reckon. Well, well look what happens yeah. here. You know, Blake opens yeah. fire. Uh, you know, it goes to red alert. He leaps through that door yeah. just as he's... the alarms go off. He's uh, yeah. instantly worked out what's, what, what he's yeah. got to do and what his plan of action is. Yeah, he, again, he's, he's two steps ahead of everyone else. Yeah. You know. And he does it. He, he meets yeah. up with Parr, doesn't he? He knocks yeah. Parr out. He could have killed yeah. Parr. I think but... that, that's, along with the, 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 his... Uh, his training monologue. I think this is also one of my favourite lines. The, the where he's talking to Troop Par, and uh, uh, he sort of knocks him out and says, uh, "We weren't all hypocrites, Par." Right. And I love that, and I think that that sums up Travis for me. That that he's not a hypocrite. He does exactly what he says he's going to yeah. do. Yeah. He's yeah. one of the most honest people that we see on the show. There's no yeah. ulterior motives in it. No, no, uh, no certainly absolutely. Up to this point, yeah. Yeah, because it's at that point, isn't it, that he goes off and sees Servalane. Yeah, and 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 that this is my second favourite bit yeah, this of is Brian's in, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this bit where he comes in, yeah. gun raised to his boss. Yeah. What about casualties? High, and rising all the time. No estimate yet, Supreme Commander. Very well. Keep me informed. Well. Savage thinking animals have a way of surviving, don't they? Who was it? We think it was Blake. Huh. I must remember to say thank you before I kill him. What are you planning to do? I'm planning to leave. You're going to give me a pursuit ship. Oh, and the trigger circuit for this. Hmm. You think so? And you'll hunt Blake? While you hunt both of us. Now give the orders. Carefully. Is Pursuit 4 ready for immediate launch? Yes, ma'am. And your crew is standing by. Have the crew stand down. I want them replaced by three mutoids. Mutoids? Yes, mutoids. And have them blanked. I want their minds imprinted to receive orders only from the person who first uses the trigger word outlaw to them. Yes, ma'am. You know, terrific, terrific scene, and it's like, who was it? Oh, we think it was Blake. Oh, I have to thank him just before I kill him. Yeah, it's, you're going to have to put these clips in in full, you know that. Oh, absolutely, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I love it. I love I love the acting going on here. You know, he's yeah. he's snarling at her, isn't he? You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and she offers him a way out. She yeah. offers him a pursuit ship. Because, um, again, she, she's not an idiot. No. She, and this is, the polit- this is her political side coming out, isn't it? Is that... She's seeing him as a, a a means to an end to keep it going. I mean, it could have ended so differently, couldn't it? Travis could have easily have shot her, mm-hmm. but they're both again. It's so nicely played that these are such rounded characters that they're not just cardboard cutouts that are you know good guy bad guy. It it's it's. Wheels within wheels, and it plans yeah. within plans. I mean, Serverland's brilliant because brilliant. she knows yeah, that he brilliant. knows yeah. that she has orchestrated this whole thing yeah. to have him done away with. Yeah. And here he is. He's standing right in front of her with a 
a, a, a Federation rifle pointed at her, and she says, "Well, I'll give you a pursuit ship. I'll give you some yeah. mutoids. They've got that they're programmed to only." reply to the first person it's outlaw isn't it the first person that says the yes, word outlaw. outlaw so so even now even in this she's got a sense of humor or a, a, a bit of yeah. irony you know and uh and so yeah no that's a, uh, yeah trial is definitely my favorite uh travis mark ii story definitely definitely yes yeah I, I i think i can't think of it i mean i do like the little bits in star one but it's not there's not a lot of Travis. He's not in it, in it that much, yeah. no. But the, no, yeah, and, I'd say this is this is Travis's finest moments. Yeah, and and it's just a shame then that the next time we see him, it, we've got hostage, which apart from yeah. one very yeah. brief scene, is kind of ridiculous for yeah, the character. I, yeah, I quite like all the bits that are, that are on film. Uh, sorry, all the bits in the studio, I like. Yeah. All the bits on film are awful, and I still, I mean, now now we know that they we filmed a lot of it, but. Mm. I, I still maintain they were making this up as they went along on location because it's it's so poorly done, it and is. he's running about. It's like something out of Monty Python, and then at the end, it is a runaway moment, isn't it? it he is, could have yeah. gone run away, run away, run away. Oh, dreadful! Fetch the holy hand grenade. Yeah, yeah. it's um, and then when, at the end when uh, Avon ties him up, and they can't even afford to get a bit of rope, so he's mm. holding his hands. Yes, it's, oh, it's just awful. But all the stuff inside is absolute gold. Yes, this yeah. this is this is really intelligent, uh, Travis. He and again, he knows exactly. He knows that Villa's the one to pick on. He knows yep. what to say to to Villa. He's worked out that the, you know Jenna and Callie are so stupid that they'll just uh, you know teleport anyone that says teleport. Yeah, it, again, his plan should work. Yeah. Yeah. I want to yeah. see an editor's cut where Travis just wins every time. Mark. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so that's that. Um, yeah. So that. Yeah. Yeah. Hostage is. Yeah. Yeah. It's fifty-fifty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's fifty-fifty. Um, it's, it's. I agree with that. Yeah. It's. But it's, yeah, you got to be selective in hostage. Yeah. Yeah. But the next one after that is yeah. Voice from the Past, which, which apart from the yeah. last like two minutes where he's uncovered, we have Chavan, yeah. haven't we? Yes. Now, I mean, I like Chavan, but mainly because it's so hilariously bad. But even in this, if we take it not on what the viewer's experiencing, but in the story, again, Travis is spot on because they all accept this as Chavan. So therefore, mm. it must be a spot on impersonation. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. I mean, the fact that the director didn't say, uh, hold on, you, you're doing that voice? Yes. Really? <laughs> Do you think he was told to do that voice, or well, is that I'd, Brian choosing to do that voice? I don't know. I, I'd love to know. Perhaps if, if we meet him again, we should, if you meet, you know, ask him. But yeah, I don't know. Does it in in the uh, in the original script? Does it say Shivan speaks? Brackets silly voice. Silly brackets. voice. I'm sure it is because you know, you know, he's got a fake eye. Over yeah. his eye patch, that's to sh you know throw you off the scent that that could be Travis in disguise, yeah. isn't it? So and if 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 you hadn't seen this before, I'm not entirely sure you would think that was Travis. See again, I, I don't remember yeah. watching this for no, the first I, that's time. it. I can't remember my original uh, original memories, and by the time it came around on VHS, we'd relive these stories so much in you know the program guide and in Horizon magazines mm. that that it wasn't a surprise. But I I wonder if I should have got Anne to watch it. We, I wonder if um, whether you would go. Oh, it's obviously 
Travis. Because again, it, perhaps that's it. Perhaps they made him do such a silly voice that it didn't sound like Travis. Mm. Mm. But then why not? Why not just have him have like a vocoder? You oh, know. we said about that before, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, that would have been Mad Max. That would have covered yeah. it. Yeah, that would have covered it so much. Yeah, yeah. But Perhaps he is good when he's to, yeah. to hire it, I suppose. Yeah, maybe. But when he's yeah. when he's um, you know um, unmasked, he's oh, good. Brilliant. He looks great with, like we said, he looks great with stubble, and that, that's a, quite a good look for him. And again, it's he's doing all the right stuff, and it's you know the the character's working correctly, and I like Brian's performance in this one as well. Mm, mm, yeah, and you know we move on from that. We go to Gambit, which we talked about yes. not too not too long ago, and he's he's Love very it, good yeah. in that as well. Yeah, this this is his is I think after trial, this is his best performance. He's got we some have, good stuff to to work with here. We've said really, you know, big finish. Need to rope in Brian and do yes. the Renegade years, Travis the yeah. Renegade years, you know, because there's lots of other Max stories you could figure, put in. Yeah. You could, you could. Yeah. yeah, the man with no name. The man um, with no eye, yeah. The man with no eye, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, he's Bits great in that. paper around his head, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, then, and then that leads into Keeper, doesn't it? It's, um, yes. you, you know. Um, now, Keeper, I, this is the first, because, again, I not an episode I've watched other than for this experiment, this, I call it an experiment, for this podcast. Um, not an episode I've watched through choice. I'm watching it, and I, this is, I don't know whether, because of the, the shoddiness of the whole thing, but this is the one episode where I think Brian's performance is subpar, and he goes into, like, especially at the beginning where he comes in and, he, and he's like, he slaps his leg. He does, and there's lots of, ha, 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 isn't oh, oh, dear. Oh, That's evidence for the good. Panto yeah. one, isn't it? Because yes. it is almost Panto, because you're going up against Brian Purchase doing Panto. Yeah, yeah, it's, this, this is, and I, I think this is, because we've said before that it seems to be, if you've got a good cast doing good, a good script, they all rise up to, to, mm. They all they all rise together, but the trouble is the 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 converse is true. If it's a poor script and people start taking it not seriously, mm. all the other cast can go down to that level. And I think this is a case in point. I don't yeah. think anyone really comes out of this episode with any glory. And and as you know, as much as my love for Brian Crouch's Travis, this is the poorest episode, and this is a not a good performance. No, I don't mind him when he's talking to Serverland when he says, "We know it, you know, you know the person yeah. is a royal member, blah blah blah," and he's doing yeah. that thing, and she's deferring to him again because it's his military mind yeah. working. He's you know, the big, that uh, bit's all right, but the rest, yeah, with his big shoebox, yeah, but the rest of it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's it's, it, it's panto, yeah. Yeah, that's ammunition not, not for place. the uh, Brian haters. Uh, it's total yeah, no, and that's what I say. I can understand if you if you pick the right moments. If you you could make a show reel where you could go, God, this guy's awful, and I mm. d- I don't think that's that fair because <laughs> mm. you could do that. You could do that with any of the characters, I think, mm. except mm. perhaps Stephen Greif. I can't think of a duff Stephen Greif performance but could you see Stephen Greif if he didn't leave and 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 did the scripts of Mark II could you see Stephen Greif doing a Chavan and no. a silly voice I can't no, see I that no you know no mm. I, I I don't think so I mean it might he's, he's a very good act he's I mean he's a superb actor I'm sure you could turn his hand to anything but no I couldn't I I wonder if the scripts would have been either tailored slightly or changed mm. or 
yeah, I just can't see him doing it. I can't see him doing this ha-ha-ha panto no. bit, you know, to Bruce Purchase. Ha, I, brother, I, brother. Yeah, no, no, I can't see that. I can see him in Star yeah. 1, the very last Star, yeah, Travis I think, story. I think, yeah, the serious yeah. stuff he would do really well. Because in, in Star 1, Brian has reined it right in. He's not OTT at all. You know, when no. um, you know when he first sees Avon, it's like, put the gun down, Avon. You can't, nothing you can do to stop it. He's almost yeah. whispering, isn't he? It's yeah. a very understated it, performance. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, it's, yeah, it's very much, uh, put the gun down, Avon. I've won. I thought you were the smart one. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's again, and, and the, the best villains aren't shouty and mad and they're un- understated yeah and i mean it, what, what an, another brilliant line is almost travis's last one where he says my only regret is i they won't know who betrayed them yeah and it's, yeah. it's superb it's delivered and i can see stephen grice saying that yeah you, yeah you, you yeah, know I all this thing where travis is with Stott yeah. and he's like your men are well trained and all like this yeah. Stephen Greif, I can yeah, I, I can perfect. put him in there and do that. You, but you, you can you, see you, him looking into the camera and saying the the final line, can't you? Yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. And that's why it's quite startling when you think about you know Travis here, you know, on Star One, and then you think about the first time you see him in Weapon. You know, two completely different characters, and yeah. that is to Brian's credit. Yeah, definitely. He's and again, the characters moved on his whole world's been dragged out under him, but he's got another purpose now. Mm. And he's got, you know, and, and these sort of, these sort of people, these military minded, they need a purpose in life, isn't it? Gen- mm. Generally, most, like you, you get the brigadiers and that the, they retire and they usually either die within a couple of years because they, mm. they need that mission. They need that purpose. They need that sort of that way in life and he mm. finds it it's just unfortunately he's betraying the entire galaxy yes 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 yeah, yeah. what do you think would have happened yeah. do you think they would have killed travis the andromedans or would he have no i i don't been think left would. the only human left yeah. in the milky way yeah i don't think they would have killed him because certainly start you get no animosity from start do you it's no. more of curiosity i th- yeah i think they would have left him they would say you know what planet do you want mate knock yeah. yourself out yeah, go go back to Earth, you yeah. know. Or I could have seen them. He could have become like Boltar in the original Battlestar Galactica, where he's leading an Andromedan army. Mm. You know, can you imagine Travis sat upon Boltar's uh, throne, yeah, <laughs> wheeling no. round? No, that's really good. That would have been good, yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, that's the last story we had uh, for Travis Mark II. Yes, um, yeah. Yeah, um, I've got I've got lots of other things to talk about. Um, yeah. um, the first, and th- this is the thing we're doing with the main characters. There's three things. The first line that Travis Mark II ever says. Do you, do you recall it? Um, I just from, literally from just listened to it, but uh, is it is something like "Bring the other one"? No, it's one, no, it's that's no concern of yours. That's the first lines oh, Brian yes, ever spoke. Yeah. That's no concern of yours. And uh, last line, prophetic or not, that's what the thing we now do. Um, Do you remember what his last line ever is? And is it prophetic? Uh, I think he says something after he says about they'll never know who betrayed them. He does. And it's it's something very nondescript, isn't it? It's nondescript, but it's incredibly prophetic. Is it? uh, it? Oh, watch out. That wormhole is a bit dangerous. (laughs) No, it's uh, the final act. Yes. Because it is his final act. Yeah, it is his final act, yeah. So what's the actual line? He says just the final act. The final act, yes, when he yeah. goes to press that button. Yeah, that is very prophetic. Yes, yes. It's his final act. It's the final act of 
sort of almost of Blake Seven as we know it. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, the the next thing, uh, ruthless or not? Would you very say Travis ruthless. Mark Two is ruthless? Oh, but, yeah, very ruthless. I, I think th- more I... ruthless than the first one because the first one was bound by military rulings. As far as I don't think that, like the first one, I don't think he would have he would have particularly sort of shot someone that he's working with out of hand sort of thing. But I do get the feeling that that slightly mad Brian would have. Yeah. I know Pa says uh, um, he never wasted troopers. And I think he's referring to Stephen (laughs) Greif, isn't it? I think so. I think Brian would have wasted troopers left, right and centre. Is that a live minefield? Trooper Pa? (laughs) Walk across. Bang. It's live. (laughs) Now, out I mean, I, we, we know he's a mass murderer, you know yes. the, the, the character. But on screen, right? Would you <laughs> excuse me? Would you c- care to uh, hazard a guess as to how many deaths Travis Mark II actually did um, oh, on screen? That's interesting. On screen, on screen killing people. Yes. Uh, let me have a look. Well, he killed the Blake clone. Do yes, they count as people? Don't yes, they? that's one. Yeah. Um, he didn't kill. Koza, that was the Imipak weapon, wasn't yeah. it? Um, he, oh, he shot. Well, he 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 killed at least a load of the people in Gambit. He went off and killed Clever Dick or whatever his name yeah, was. That's and, one. And a couple of the heavies. No, there was only one other. Was it just oh one other? It was Clever Dick um, and another guy. So yeah. we're up to three. Yeah, he didn't kill anyone on with the Crimo episode. It didn't nope. kill anyone on there. Uh, he didn't kill anyone in Star One. He shot Blake, wounded. Does 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 no 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 no? It's no. kill kill kill. I mean that's probably it then. Probably about four people. Three no. or four people. No, we've also got he inadvertently, but he did. He killed Gan because he lobbed that grenade. Oh yeah, they? yeah. So, God, so, so so forgotten Gan. So he's killed. Mercy killing. Yes. <laughs> that was yes. Like, that yes. Was, he was putting down an old sweaty pet. Yes. Wheeze on the floor. He killed that beardy bloke um, in Voice from the Past um, with a knife. Oh, you know, yes, yeah. you, you, you know, Nagu, his name was, yeah. and he was an aide of uh, Ven Glind. And he also kills yeah. Ven Glind when he's in That's that true. cupboard. Oh, he um, killed quite a few people. And, and the last one he kills, he does shoot one of the troopers, you know, in trial That's as he true, escapes. Yes. Yeah, but he doesn't, um, he doesn't shoot Trooper Parr. But he doesn't shoot Trooper Parr, just the other one that Trooper Parr. So... so it, so it's How seven. Seven. So, seven. So his ironic number. Uh, yeah. So he's killed seven people. How many did we see Stephen Greif kill we had, personally? We hadn't done that back yeah, then. I don't think that. I don't, I can't We're going to have to go back and have killed. a look. No, no. So he's dangerous man, Brian. He is. He is. All right. Yeah. So behind the scenes now. All right. Okay. I've got quite a few uh, quotes from old Brian here. All right. Good. Right. First one. Um, Are any of them clean enough to, <laughs> to read out? Yeah, all, all, all the uh, rather dodgy stuff I'm saving for yeah. the end of this uh, okay, yeah. this show. So, no, this is clean. Uh, this is a quote. Um, I, I originally went to see David Maloney for the part of Blake. Could you see Brian as Blake? Ooh, that would have been interesting. I'm not sure. I think, I mean, most actors can pull off any part, but I don't, I don't, I don't know whether he's got a sympathetic... I don't Side. think he'd have done the sympathetic bit. No. no, I can't see implicating Jenna and you know, no, and, uh, no. and being a mediator. I can't see him doing that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think we do underestimate Gareth Thomas's contributions to making Blake an interesting and likable character because, as written, the character isn't. 
particularly interesting and isn't particularly likable. No, um, no. No, I, I, I think that, I don't think... I can see why he was passed yeah. over for yes, Gareth Thomas. Yeah, yeah. Now, th- this word... I can play Avon. Mm-hmm. Can't I can see, see him playing an Avon character. It wouldn't Can't be Avon because Avon we love. No, no. Uh, this next word I'm going to use, background. I don't know if he means yeah. background as in acting background or yeah. real life background, but in that quote, I went to see David Maloney for the part of Blake. I thought with my background, I would have made a wonderful intergalactic criminal, but it wasn't to be. I think, does he, does he mean his slightly shady past of... That's what I mean. Does yeah. he talk about, the, is he talking about past acting roles or is there something else going on? You no, know? I, th- I, I got the feeling he had a bit of a, a, not a rough childhood, but certainly a slightly dodgy childhood, didn't he? Mm. Yes, yeah. All right, here, here's the next quote from him, quite a lengthy one. I, think, I thought you would like this because it's regarding his costume. Oh, okay. Um, I think they wanted to streamline Travis a bit more. I was always an athlete in my younger days, so June designed a tight-fitting cat suit, which was very good and very physical, and she just added boots. The production wanted to take away part of the disfigurement, so the patch became smaller, and we also used my longer hair. I had an image of Brian Ferry in my mind, and they made mm-hmm. Travis into a more streamlined military type. That about sums him up, doesn't it? It does, yeah. That's interesting, because I, I was wondering if the suit was two-piece... And it obviously wasn't if it's a cat suit that was a one piece that must have been so uncomfortable mm, mm. so uncomfortable especially yeah, jumping through the door in trial yeah. Yeah. every move you run the risk with of, of, of dislocating your knackers garroting yourself like yes yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's interesting because I, I often wondered why they changed the eye patch I just thought they wanted a more sort of piratey type look mm. but it's interesting that they wanted to sort of streamline him and make him a bit more I suppose a bit more human looking, but yeah, he does. He's got a touch of the Brian Ferris about him. He has, and I had yeah. never made that connection until I came across a still, which yeah. I'll be putting on Facebook, which is a still from Star One. It's a behind-the-scenes shot, and uh, he's going to kiss Paul Darrow. Okay, oh, right. and he's dressed as Travis, but he hasn't got his eye patch on. Ah. And bloody hell, he looks like Brian Ferry really? with that 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 pompadour hairdo he yeah. had. Yeah, he did, have, he did have quite a quite bouffant hair, didn't he, old Travis Mark too. Yeah, without that eye patch, as soon as you take that eye patch off, it's like, God, he did look like Brian yeah. Ferry. Yes, huh? yeah. Um, Trooper Parr, uh, old yes. Kevin, what's his surname? Kevin... Kevin Lloyd. Yeah. Did you know he and um, Brian Croucher actually shared a flat in I the 70s? I didn't, but that, yeah, that, I mean, that does explain why they've got such great chemistry then together. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, another quote from him um, about how he wasn't too happy to have been gotten rid of. All right. right. So um, this is his quote, quite a lengthy quote. My whole reason for being there was to kill or chase Blake for what he had done to me. So when Gareth chose to leave the series and Blake was dead to all intents and purposes, there was no need for me to be there. I wasn't asked. I was just told. I was a little bit miffed because I'd gotten used to it after a bad sort of birth in with George Spenton Foster. It does take some time to get used to a character and the people you're working with, but I did develop a rapport and would have been quite happy to do another series with them all, but it wasn't to be. Well, that backs up what we've just been saying about how he got into the role and, you know, the character yeah. changed over the the stories. Yeah, it's nice nice to know that he uh, he enjoyed it after the rough start. Mm. Um, but, I see, I, I'm torn on it. I can, I, I can totally understand that the producers go in... 
Blake and Travis linked together. You can't go anywhere. But I think there 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 was ways you could have continued the Travis storyline and have him interact. Um, there's lots of interesting things you could have done with him. You could have had, like, say, you could have had him joining the crew and being a Doctor Smith style figure mm-hmm. when no one really trusts him. But you know, and is is he trying to sort of turn over a new leaf or is he not? Um, you could have had him taking control of the Federation. That would mm. have been quite interesting. Like so you I say, think there's like... lots of ways they could do it, but I do understand why they would want to do that clean. You know, I, I it's, it's weirdly ironic that they presumably want to do it so they could concentrate on fresh new storylines without having that baggage. And then mm. they immediately don't, they, you know, they, they don't really find that foot in again. No. We've, we've got just individual stories and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is a shame. I would have liked to have seen more of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, he started work as a printer as an apprentice right. printer when he left school. Um, and before he uh, applied to train as an actor at Lambda, he did a job, and I cannot see Brian Croucher in the role, uh, he did a stint as a red coat at Butlins. <laughs> that would have been fun. Can you see Brian yeah, Croucher as a red coat? Get your knees out. <laughs> 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 oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I can see Actually, him doing knees. I think you could, because... Because whenever I've seen him in interviews now, he comes across as a really funny guy. He is a really funny great guy. great sense of humour. So I, I, I imagine he could. I mean... He, funny he, but threatening. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's, in, um, he's in an episode of Bottom where he plays uh, the, the, the pawn shop owner. He, he and he's brilliant. He's so funny in it. He was he's in The really Young Ones it. as well. He, um, um, you know, because they, they liked him. You know, Rick Mayle yeah. and um, Adrian Edmondson liked him. He was the yeah. comedy heavy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he played that comedy part where it needed a bit of uh, a bit of threat with it mm-hmm. um but yeah i could see i could see him being a, a red coat yeah 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 um throughout the 60s and 70s he, he was in london's royal court theater okay um yeah. and uh, and also worked with the national theater at canterbury uh in the marlow playing yeah. fagin um at, at the marlow in canterbury and apparently i didn't know but he is in the 1968 ron moody uh, version it, it, it's a blink and you'll miss it right. thing he's uncredited but he is in that somewhere all right, all right. i must admit i'm not not a great fan of uh of um the, the, the movie moody one yeah i like i like ron moody and i like Fiddle the songs the but yeah yeah but i um, yeah the rest of it oh it's a bit saccharine um um i've never seen it the jensen code this children's science fiction series in the 70s did no, you ever see that no, it doesn't ring a bell. I might, I might have seen it. It doesn't ring a bell with a title. I don't remember it. What was I it mean, about? It's a, it, I, I don't know. It was around mid-70s, wasn't it? It's like to- Tomorrow People yeah. era. Oh, right. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we'll have to look it up and find out what it is. Yeah. And, you know, aside from Travis, he's most famous for playing Kath's brother, isn't he, in EastEnders? Yeah. Ted Hills he played yeah. in, in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and 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 his role in that it wasn't nuanced. They, um, um, yeah, I think he fitted quite in with the, with the cast of, of EastEnders. EastEnders. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he fitted quite quite well. Yeah. Um, something, um, a film we mentioned time to time on this show where somebody went up for the part but didn't get it. But he went up for a part in Life Force, um, didn't get was, it. Was he? Uh, was he the SAS Colonel? Crane well, or I've got it down as Brash Guard. Oh, okay, not yeah. So he must have had lines to be brash, unless he so just I wonder, snarled. I wonder if he was the guard at the beginning that that was um, that got 
the life force sucked out by Matilda May, whether he would have been that, you know, the the one that's he, he gets a bit fruity. I wouldn't have. I, I don't think Brian would have minded that. No, no, exactly. I don't think no. anyone would have. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, and one last little uh, nugget about Brian. He's the oldest surviving member of the main cast now. Oh, God. Mm. Is it? How old is he? Oh, he's a war child. I know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, right, so if we're talking tallies, okay, genre yep. tally of 10, okay, which okay. Not, is, not is about yeah. average now. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Jensen Code was the first thing. Right. Um, then the new Avengers, then of course uh, Doctor Who, Robots of Death. Yes, he's excellent in that. Where he plays Borg, he's quite yeah. shouty in that, isn't he? He is quite uh, shouty. Sometime, in that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then Blake Seven, then uh, Quatermass, the yeah, seventy-nine Quatermass. He's the, the Payguard in that. Yeah, yeah. Pay then um, the Hammer House of Horror in the story, the house that bled to death. Right. Um, and then in a, a film from eighty-five called Underworld. Not the Kate Beckinsale oh, right. one. It's something about creatures down in the sewers. Never heard of it. Oh, I'll have to look that up. Yeah, and I I thought we would come across this more because I'm sure there were more Blake Seven people. I know at least one more is in, but this Shakedown video series, you know, the Doctor oh, Who. Oh, right, yes. The, yeah. uh, the, the, this was Return of the Sontarans. He was in yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I vaguely I remember him VHS, in that. Yes, yeah. It wasn't mm. a, a great. I was never a great fan of those Doctor Who fan-made ones because there was always there was always something a little bit cringy about them. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's always seemed to be the same um, corridors, or yes, they. It was yeah. at HMS Belfast or something like that. They That's were right, always yeah, filming down inside, yeah, weren't they? On a ship, didn't they? Yeah. Um, the next thing, I guess, he went to the states, unless they filmed it in in the UK. But uh, a TV show called Stanley's Lucky Man. Oh, Lucky Man. That's um, yeah. It was uh, filmed. Here in London, it was. Oh, um, there you go. Nes- Nes- Nesmith. Oh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, that Nesmith guy, the, the, yeah. the guy with the wig. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Good. Um, good show. We watched the first season. It was really good. And then watched the second season, and it's like you realised it didn't need a second season, and it right. rapidly went off. I guess you would have spotted Brian if 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 you yeah, were watching an episode with Brian, Brian in it. it. Yeah. You would have. Yeah, you would have. I would have seen him, yeah. up and oh, it's Travis. Yeah. And it's the sort he, of show, though, you would put on in the background and do something else and then look uh, up occasionally. So, oh, know, right. Possibly. So, yeah, it could have been on and you just didn't notice yeah. it. Um, and then the last thing he was in is this year, something called Crucible of the Vampire. Oh. Which I've uh, never heard of, but no. that was made this year or came out this year. I've, I've got a feeling that's straight to video. I don't think... Um, what, was that, just... um, what was that one that, uh, that um, Caroline Munro and that made? Oh, no, that's the House of the Gorgon or something oh, like that. The one with Judy, Ju- Judy yeah, as Judy well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not that one. Unless no. this is another version of the name of it. But no, he would have been on the publicity circuit and I he definitely wasn't so, yeah. there. No. So, yeah, genre tally of 10. Who no, tally of bad. 2, if we include this uh, shakedown thing. Yeah. Who tally of 2. But I think we have a winner for the EastEnders tally because we do an EastEnders tally now, yeah. don't we? 104 Yeah, episodes. that's going to be more than... Uh... Michael Keaton. I think so, yes. Um, yeah. And there wasn't anyone else. We've already had um, Roy, haven't we? And he, he wasn't 104. No, um, he wasn't 104. No, right. I mean, I didn't realise he was in it for that long, but I Yeah, no, 104. Right, That's next why when part. everyone sees him, she says, oh, it's him out of EastEnders. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Right, the next part, um, this thing that we've started, and uh, we, we did it with Jenna, our, our ranking of the right. uh, the main characters... 
with Travis Mark II coming along today, there are now four slots to be had. One, yep. two, three, four. So it's both Travis's, Jenna and Gan. So going from four upwards, I've got a feeling I know how this is going to be. Yeah, you can probably guess what my answer will be. My So four would be Jenna, three right. would be Gan, two would be Travis Mark one, one would be Travis Mark two. I had already written that down. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm 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 the same as you. No, I'm not the same as you because no, we disagree the, with Jenna tra- and Gan. Yeah, you would have the Travises the other way around, wouldn't you? Or? And the tra- yeah, I I go Gan, yeah. Jenna, Mark two, Mark one. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so pretty much an entirely separate and different sequence, and not like me at all. No, no, no. So yeah, all right then. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see how much we diverge yes, or, will, or, yeah. or or come back together as we get. Um, through the main cast. Yep. All right, the, the next thing is a bit of an advert, okay? Oh. An advert, something um, that's just about to come out. It's coming out this month. Uh, I thought of you when I saw it. From Big Finish, all right? Yep. There's a new uh, story called Outlaw coming out. All right. Obviously, a reference to, you know, the code name Outlaw. Yep. Um, it's an audio book um, read by Stephen Greif. Oh, so there you go. That, 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 that's going to yeah. pique your interest. And it's a Travis uh, story. It it, it, sure. it it tells you the story of Travis before he met Blake, what happened when he met first mate Blake and then lost his eye and everything. It deals with the whole transition between Mark 1 and Mark 2. It also talks about Travis and the Andromedans, etc., etc., etc. Sounds fascinating. Oh, I'll have to get that. Yeah, I'll get that. Out, I got, out this I got month. It's not out yet. So. Right. Well, it's it, yeah, it's out digital only uh, yeah. from Big Finish's uh, uh, website. You can't buy it on CD, but oh, right. uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be good. That. Especially as Stephen is the one um, yeah. um, reading it. They should have yeah. had Stephen and Brian alternate in words. That would have been slightly <laughs> mental. But... That would have been a bit mental. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like. There's an interview with the uh, with with the author um, on Big Finish's site, and I like how he said, you know, he he thinks that Travis sees himself as the hero and Blake is the bad guy, which oh, yeah, is, is right. Definitely, it's definitely yeah. right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd go along with that, 100%. Mm, mm. All right, well, we're nearly at the end. We've got one more little feature, but before we have the feature, I thought we would take a, a, a break and play this audio clip, right? Uh, which I'll preface by saying anybody who, who might be offended by naughty words, um, yeah. you might want to fast way, yeah. forward a little bit. Yeah. Um, because, yes, it, it's when I uh, met Brian at Cygnus Alpha a couple of months ago, and I had a little natter while he was signing Ian's photo. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to play it now. As I say, <laughs> it is quite amusing. It, he... Um, apologies for the sound quality. It was in a, a, yeah. a, a, a theatre, and um, you, you know there's an awful lot of talking, a lot of echoing. Hopefully, you, you guys, you can hear it. If not, I would suggest if you're not using headphones, listen to it through uh, headphones because you'll pick up on it. But yeah. yeah, here we go. Here's Brian. Hello, Brian. You alright, sir? Well, can I please just have just a signature on that one, please? A signature? Just a signature on that one. Right, that's that. That's that. That's that. Right. Is that it? Right. I do a podcast, right, called Blake Seven in Character. I'm not doing it. No, you're not doing it. I don't need you to do it. But my co-host, you are 
his favourite Travis, he adores Travis Mark II, right? So I've bought you, you have, you have. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was here to hear that. Um, so I've got two questions for you, and then if you can sign a, a photo for him, is that all right? So the two questions are right because he makes outfits and recreates outfits. Thirty-two inside leg. I think he already knows that. He's a big fan, like I say. Um, he says the outfit you were wearing, it seemed quite tight-fitting and rubbery. Was it was it uncomfortable to wear under all those studio lights? Did they have vents in the back to stop you sweating? There's a story that goes with this. Uh, the last episode, where I had to go through a whole... When you're flushed down the toilet. That's... Yeah. And then they dangled you down. Dangled me and spun me round. So you're like a plug on the end of a yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. And um, so they put the harness on me. And I remember his lovely gay boy, the dresser, and uh, they couldn't, he couldn't get the zip up. So he, he's got, he's got, only got fucking pliers, and he's like, there's the zip. He's got pliers, and he's got. It. Get, get those fucking because it was down right on the nadgers yeah yeah and he I said get those fucking pliers away from them did anyone take a photo of this dresser kneeling in front of you with a pair of pliers there should be because no, that's the thing you would have I had know. to photograph with, today but it's the truth <laughs> you have to go to school yeah. yeah we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't get it up and it uh, couldn't get it up. <laughs> well, he's uh, a long running, <laughs> long running topic. Anyway, at that time, you had to finish at 10 o'clock at the BBC. Right. If you went over, it cost them thousands of pounds, right. cast and crew. And they were getting close to it at 10, about 5 to 10. And they managed to get it up to a point, and they got it there, and they got me there, and it was about two two minutes to go or so, a minute to go and they went right, they kept Brian, Brian do Brian, spin him round and they said, say something, I went the producers are crying. as you went round yeah. around, so you went loud and quiet loud and quiet, excellent excellent, yeah. I wish it was filming of that well thank you for that anecdote what was the second one? <laughs> um, your eye patch your yeah. eye patch you wear, did they ever try fitting you with Stephen Grice's one? No. Or, or was this custom made just no, for you? This was, this, it was a new. Uh, Stephen had a different. Because his one went all the way up around the side yeah, of his no, head, they, didn't it? They, they had a rethink on it. All right. Yeah. Can I ask you what to write? Because this is to the other co host. What's right? his name? To Ian. Okay. And then I've got a little sentence for you, if that's all right. I've never seen glasses like that, Bill. Well, they're nifty. Haven't you? I bought those in France. All right. 10 euros. And nifty, really? Yeah. <laughs> right, and the next bit, can you just put the last word in fans? The what? The last word in fans. In, in fans, because he's a big fan, so he's the last oh, in word fans. in oh. fans. Yeah. Hello, hundreds of them. 
And if you could just underline word there for me, please. Because he loves that thing. You know that scene. You must get asked about it all the time. You must, you must get asked about it all the time. About, you know, the, the word, the word, the word. Oh, yeah, the word, yeah. To Villa. The word, the word, That's the his favourite Travis moment. Travis Mark told it's mine as well. That's his hostage, isn't it? It is. It is. That's the best the word, thing. The word, the word, the word, the word. He's off again. The word. You've it three times. Three times yesterday. The work, yeah. Yes. That's Excellent. All right. Excellent. Thank you for that anecdote. Later on, if I can find a pair of pliers, I'll come back and we'll recreate that. <laughs> Cheers, Brian. Listen, Lovely if, he, if he wants to do an interview on a podcast, let me know. All right, smash it. Oh, wow. You just phone, phone me up, and that's how you do it, don't you? Over yeah, the... yeah, over the phone. Yeah, he, accepts, he accepts checks, PayPal, yeah. payments, or yeah. Bit, Bitcoin, gold bullion. Yeah. Don't get funny. Right. <laughs> Cheers, Brian. Lovely <laughs> Thank you. And that was Brian, and uh, yeah, yeah, lovely Brian. guy. I wish it had been He's videoed. Free. I really yeah, wish it had been videoed. I've just been so busy just lately, but he mm. did finish it by saying, "Look, if if you want me to do, because I said yeah. I'd, I'd do a podcast, he goes, I'm not doing it." But he finished mm. by saying, "If you want, if, if if you want me to do it, just get in touch." But I've just been so busy. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have him back. Him, yeah. Maybe we'll have him back for yeah. a special, you know, a special episode after our episode 100, where we do yeah. an interview with him or something like that. Maybe yeah. we well, can meet up with him. Yeah, well, I, I, if if any of the people involved with um, Maximum Power and Team Blake are listening, get Brian next year, get please, Brian. please. Because I pay be, you. <laughs> well, you've got the sight of Ian as Travis yeah. Mark too. I might well be Shavan. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Th- th- there's a photo op there for your for your website anyway. Definitely, isn't yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> All right, we so we can reenact the the uh, doing up the flies with pliers scene. If you, we, you know. we we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got mental images, Ian. I've got mental <laughs> images. All right. Okay. One last thing before we go. Uh, yesterday yep. um, on All your our Facebook page. Far away? Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. Um, no, yeah, no. Copyright strike. Yeah, no, it's mm, not YouTube, is it? <laughs> no, 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 we should be all right. No, yesterday I I asked on our um, Facebook page and also yes. on the Blake Seven Fans Facebook page, um, yeah. who should play Travis Ooh, in, yeah. in season I, three? I had to think about this. Do you want my my opinion, or are you going to? No, no, no. Come on, let let's uh, have yours. I, I think uh, Michael Atwill would have been brilliant. Do you know Who's, what I mean? No. Uh, he's a he's a big fella. He was in um, a couple of Doctor Who's. He was in Attack of the Cybermen. He was on the Cyber Planet. He was on Telos. But I mainly oh, he's not that guy that can't good. act. Oh, well, I, I think he can act. But Hang on, I'm I'm yeah. going to Google him yeah. because yeah, if he's a, if he is who I think you, yeah. he, he played is. Razor Eddie in um, Turtles Progress. He's he was in EastEnders as well for a long time. I think. Okay. But I th- he... Yeah, I think he would be all right. Hang on, I'm googling him now. Yeah. Let's have a look again. Riverton. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, I thought you were talking about that bald bloke um, who can't act. Who's in one of those Doctor from around that time? Yeah, no, I like him. No, yeah, no, I could see him. Do you mean Brian Glover? No, not Brian Glover. Tetley Tifo. He's bald, and he was in the Doctor Who. No, no, Uh, yeah, it was around that time, and he's bald, and I'm sure he's in that story, and and he's on a Cyberman planet, and he was he's in Day of the Triffids, and and he's he's the guy. Oh, um. The blind guy in Day of the Triffids. 
with yeah. his blind wife in the like the first or second episode. And I've yeah, never liked oh, him. Oh God, I can't think of his name. Yeah, he was the pub landlord in Day of the Triffids. Um, no, he was no, in no, no, Vengeance no, no. on Varos. Do you mean that's him? him. Yeah, that, that's the one. That's him. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Oh, he was he was in Blake Seven. He was that commissioner in oh, the Baker true, Foil yeah. suit. He was, yeah, he was the Baker Foil man. Yeah, the Baker Foil in man. Sand. Yeah, yeah. I don't like him. There's just something yeah. about no this one. No, he's all right. Yeah, Michael Atwell. I think would. Uh, Michael Atwell. I imagine they probably. I imagine because they were both sort of big at the same time. I imagine him and. Brian probably ended up going for a lot of the same parts. Right. Because they've both got that same sort of... They have, haven't they? Cockney thug charm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, well, I thought, I was hoping, you know, with all the um, the people's suggestions, and thank you anybody who's listening who who, who, who suggested yeah. uh, one. Uh, I do like the interactive aspect of, of this show. Um, I thought we might have had one person, you know... Uh, as a leader, top, that yeah. we could say, right, that definitively would be the season three. But there's too many ties, okay? So I'll go through them, all right? So we've got Michael Atwell for you, all right? So he doesn't yeah. win because there's only one. Um, I had thought about uh, Ian McShane. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it'd be good. You know, from 1980. I found a photo yeah. of him from, like, 1980 when he was in that film, you know, that he went, Stephen Greif left Blake yes, Seven yeah, yeah, to do, you know. And he's even got Stephen Greif's hairdo. You know, he's got that, like, yeah. plastered down off to and, one side hairdo. And we know from Deadwood that he can do uh, Deadeye, Killer, yeah. with Charm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Werringen is, like, the so, best character ever. Yeah, yeah so I, I chose him, but I've changed my mind. Oh, all right. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell you why. In Did a minute. you catch an episode of Lovejoy and went? No. <laughs> I've never seen a second of it. Have I've never, never seen, seen a second Lovejoy? of it. You know, no. But he—he's also backed up by our friend Mark, Mark Hevingham. Yeah. He—he he could see that. Yeah. Um, Hillary, Hillary Bailey Carr. She can't see it, but because she just sees Lovejoy. So yeah. Um, I think that 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 absolutely ruined his career for a long time because because he was known as Lovejoy, and it wasn't. I mean, it had. It had a certain inept charm, mm. but it wasn't the greatest of shows. No, he needed so something like Deadwood to actually take yeah, Kurtz oh, off of it. And that, that was what was in, sort of like, <laughs> annoying for him, that he did Deadwood and everyone went, this guy can act. Like, mm. yeah, he can. It's he just can. In, yeah, he was just he was in typecast. He was just in Lovejoy, yeah. yeah. Um, and Richard Farrell, you know Richard Farrell, the very talented Richard Farrell. Um, yeah. He says no to Ian McShane. He says he's not tall enough. All right. Okay. He might have been sarcastic there. Richard's yeah. got quite a, a, a sarky sense of humour. Um, Could have worn stilts or something. Yeah, yeah. Mark also suggested, yeah. and this is a good choice, I hadn't thought about, we just mentioned Day of the Triffids, uh, John Dutteen. Yeah, yeah, good actor. Yeah. Not, I, I don't know whether he's got the, the killer sort of side to him. Uh, I, I always see John Dutteen as the everyman. Right. He would have made him an OK Blake, actually, John Dutteen. He would have, actually, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark also suggested, and so did uh, Mike J. Gorman, an interesting choice, Morris, Morris Colburn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he almost played that in Lytton, didn't he? But, he did. He yeah. did. But yes. yeah, that, yeah, he would have been good. So that's interesting. So we've He's got, got two, the killer aspect, yeah. Yeah, so we've got two votes for that, right? Yeah. Uh, Megan Cassidy said uh, Richard E. Grant. Yeah. Although, mm. Yeah, a bit whimsical, but... I think that would have worked after having Mark 1, Mark 2 to yeah. have something a bit different, you know. Um, we have another two coming up um, from Baz Warrington and Fraser Waterfield. Oliver Tobias. Oh, yeah. 
That, that would have uh, been a hard Travis, wouldn't it? That would have yeah. been a hard as nails Travis. Yeah. What was that, what was that show he used to be in? Um, he used to be on Saturday afternoon. Oh, um, oh, it, 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 it was almost like pole dark. Yeah. It was like, like a pole dark I, thing, wasn't it? Dark, yeah. um, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. But yeah, it was quite good. I used to like it. Yeah, he was a very hard man. He used to appear in Looking a lot. He? Yes. There's always he, a poster of him in Looking. He's like the TV version of Oliver Reed, wasn't yes, he? Yes, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, I June... He's a family-friendly Oliver Reed. <laughs> Oliver Reed in his heyday, you would have been a good Travis. Yes, yeah, but instead yeah. we have Oliver Tobias. Yeah. Remember, the BBC have got to afford them. That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I jumped ship off of Ian McShane, and I've I've joined Justin Blackwell, who uh, and I think this is a genius idea, and I'd love to have seen it. Um, Lewis Collins. Yeah, yeah, he would he would have been good. He had the haircut straight away. Yeah, that would have given you an have... action. You would have had an action, Travis Mark III, yeah. wouldn't you? A very physical. One. Yeah, he, he wouldn't so much have used his laser on ring gun. He would have just pummeled you to death with his fist. <laughs> um, yeah, Lewis Collins, good actor, good actor. It would also, I mean, a he would have brought, uh, you know, he would have got the uh, the ladies and certain men watching. Um, mm. But also star appeal, he would have been on all the newspapers. Yeah, 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 yeah. He died young, didn't he? Bless he did. I can see photos of him with Serverlan, You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, so yeah, that's a re- so that's why I've I've now defected to uh, I'm Team no. Lewis. All right. No, I think yeah. I if if we if we can't have uh, Michael Atwill, and I understand that, then yeah, I think um, uh, Lewis Collins mm. would have been excellent. But I still I still have a sneaky thing. I would like to have seen Stephen Pacey play it. Yeah, yeah. You said just about that before. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. to have a th- you know, with the ability halfway through his first line to go, no, cut, didn't work, stupid idea, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, nobody else, uh, funnily enough, has mentioned Stephen Pacey in no, this list. even Stephen Pacey's agent said, no, no, no he's not no. going to be right for that, no. Next up, we've got Ian Sprigthorpe and Fraser Waterfield uh, suggesting, you know, because it was filmed at the end of the 70s, so end of 70s era, John Thor. Yeah, yeah. Another I think I, I think he would have been one. too... Uh, too entrenched with the, his persona from Sweeney. It would have been, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, and and when mentioning, you know, John Thor, Fraser came up with uh, something, and I'd like to quote Fraser because I I think he's absolutely right in what he says here. He says uh, Travis uh, would have to go rogue. So season two saw him lose his faith in the Federation and have a breakdown. Season three would see him harden into a full-on mobster attacking Federation freighters, gun running, drugs trafficking, etc. The crossover with the Liberator crew would be where they were both trying to get to the same resource. In Blake's case, it would be to hobble the Federation. In Travis's case, it would be to solidify his power base. We might not see too many episodes with Travis in Series 3, but you sparingly, he could be a credible threat to both the Federation and the Liberator's plans and an enjoyable watch. Yeah, I think he could have been. Well, I agree with that, Fraser. Yeah, because they could have done that with Baben's character as well, had they not killed him. Mm. That would have been interesting. But but yeah, actually, it would have been nice to have had an episode where it was Travis uh, goes up against Baben and Blake. Or mm. and the Liberator crew, not Blake. That would have been good. Yeah, yeah. So ne- who have we got next? Um, Megan Cassidy suggests somebody. I've, she said he might be a bit young. I don't know the name. Kevin Doyle. Kevin Doyle. No. Kevin don't Doyle. Where was no. he from? Do we know? I, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm going to type Kevin Doyle now. Hang on a second. Fascinating. She didn't mean Mrs. Doyle. Mrs. That Doyle. Yeah, that would have been, been good. Mrs. Travis. Mrs. Doyle. <laughs> 
<laughs> you want to join the federation? Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Go, go on, on, go on. Uh, oh, is an is Irish he? former professional footballer. No, that oh, must dear. be the wrong that Kevin Doyle. Right well, I'm just getting footballer at the moment. Mm. Okay, all right. We'll defer on that until we know who it is. All right, okay. Um, yeah. S. Robert Yard had a... Um, had a interesting one I thought you might uh, yeah. like to ponder. If it had been 10 years before, i.e. more 1970 than 1980, Nicholas Courtney. And yeah. he's yeah. saying so because of the alternative brigadier that we got in Inferno. Yeah, he would, he would have been very much a, a, a season one style Travis. He would have been very much a, a more militaristic. Mm. But I think there's a, there's a twinkle to Nicholas Courtney that that might belie the hardness. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Although he was really good as the alternate, the cowardly brigadier in Inferno. One of my favourite Doctor Who stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a good choice. Oh. Hadrian Jeffs is suggesting Charles Dance. Yeah, they wouldn't have. I mean, yeah, this is been late seventies. Charles Dance. He, yeah. he he wasn't a big name then, was he? No, so he they also, got him. He, he hadn't sort of niched himself out playing that. You know the 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 ice cold killer at that point. Mm. But yeah, Charles Dance, yeah, Tywin Lannister as Travis, Travis mm. Lannister. Oh, that, would have been that, a that would scary been Travis, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hillary is back. She's suggesting, you know, because they're talking about John Thor, uh, why not Dennis Waterman? Uh, oh, that, that would have uh, been good because he could have uh, <laughs> sang the theme tune with the theme tune. And we would have had a blonde Travis. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm not a great fan of Dennis Waterman, I must admit. No, I I'm... never understood in Minder when he, everyone was saying he's the hard man in Minder. And it's like, he wasn't. No, 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 no. no. I, I can't stand Dennis Waterman. No. <laughs> I think it might have been the end of Blake 7 for me. <laughs> yeah, I think been I might have given it. up at that point. Yeah, what about this one, though? Jeff Whiting. Here we go. Brian Blessed. Yeah, young Brian Blessed would have been yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be brilliant. And when he gets to the shouty uh, yeah. stages, boy, he would be shouting, wouldn't he? Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. I think the next one, I don't think he's been too serious. Limes Marshall is suggesting Rodney Buse. No. No. No, 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 no. That was an emphatic... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, next, next, um, next two are both from Robert John Newton Howes, and I can see both of them definitely. Both of them, Ian Hendry. Yeah. Yeah. And Eric Porter. Yeah, Eric Porter. Oh, yeah. He was good. Good actor. Good. Played good villains. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know Patrick how you Goon would have been good. Yeah, that one as well, yeah. You know how you just went, no, 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 about Rodney yeah. Buse. Tony Murray's got one for you. Another no, no, no. Bill Maynard. No. You know, Selwyn Froggett. It would have been interesting. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking you're seeing something in Bill Maynard's acting capability that I'm not. Or I mean, he, he was, was drunk he was, when yeah, he wrote he that. Drunk, yeah. <laughs> or there's a different Bill Maynard. Yeah, no, no, no. Have a look. I think it's on the Blake 7 fans I think, page, but I think he, he's been, put a picture. There, yeah, there's him with the eye better, patch. Instead of Bill Maynard, we'd have been better off with a Maynard's wine gum. That would have done a better job. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, he's good at he's good at the sort of parts he plays, but but no, it would be like having Brian Glover as a... Uh, an officer leading the trip. No, no. If if no. you've if you've got Bill Maynard as Travis, you've got Hilda Baker as Serverland. Oh, dear, it's that yeah. sort of level, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. All right. Well, that's it. Apart from my wife, she's just wandered through with a piece of paper and, and oh, who she's waved just... it. Stephen Burkoff. 
Yeah, no, he would be good. He's, he's, he would have been a scary one that, as well. Yeah, he's got that. Sean Pertwee would have been good. He'd been too young, of course, but... Oh. If we do it he now. would have been about I thought, 10. <laughs> I, I thought you, when your wife handed you a bit of paper, you were going to think it was a Travis and read it out and it said, your tea's ready. <laughs> no, she has done that one as well. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I, I tend and not to read those the ones. the Travis part is <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> would have done a better job than Bill Maynard. Yeah. That's true, yes. Yeah. All right, so that's it. So thank you to everybody who contributed. Um, yes, thank you. Uh, I enjoyed that one. My, uh, I was saying to Anne, I was so looking forward to this because my... Uh, certainly my favorite at the moment character i, I yeah i i think i think the the, the structure might change because we've got mm. some hard hitters yes coming yeah, up. yeah 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 I, I, I think that they're, they're going to all gravitate yeah. away and it's going to be quite interesting yeah but, but i do love brian crouch's travis's i i up till this i didn't i've reevaluated him and i i, I hope people will reevaluate him you know if, if if anything comes of us saying this if you just go and have a Go and have a watch with an open mind. Forget. Well, let let us know on Facebook. Stephen Greif. Yeah. Let us know are on we, Facebook. Uh, are we? Or certainly, am I so far off kilter? Yeah, listener. I mean, what, I, what 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 yeah. is your thought on Travis Mark II? Yeah. I mean, remember, I, I'm I'm the guy that thinks the best Godzilla film is Son of Godzilla. So my taste <laughs> is not probably not everyone's, but but yeah, give Brian a chance. Yeah, not peace. That's, Give Brian no, not a chance. Peace, peace yeah. is overrated. Give Brian a chance. Yeah, I wish right. I'd have gone to see Brian with you. I'd really do. That's see, a big regret. I told you, you yeah. should have gone. Should have yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have asked him questions. You could have had him swear yeah. at you. Yeah, I could. He, I could have been the one that he got the police to uh, escort from the room. Yes, that taxi he went out <laughs> yeah. to could have been for you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Have okay. You ever, have you ever told your taxi? What to him? Yeah. No, you yeah. will pummel me. <laughs> I don't think he, might, he likes that I common he, knowledge. I think he would. You'd have said, Brian. Do you remember? Do you remember years ago when you used to drive taxis? I think he'd have gone. No, no. I no, should have no, got no, your right. change right then. I can't correct it now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put this eye patch on for me, please, taxi driver? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So that's it. That's Travis Mark Two done. Over Brilliant. and done with. That's a biggie. Um, that's a. We've got two. Yeah. We've. It's. it's I. It's nice that we're getting to the biggest, but I'm so conscious that we're getting to the end of this. We are getting near the end yeah. because, yeah, next week um, it's our last ever look at uh, a season three story. Yeah, uh, we're going to Terminal next week, and we're uh, we're talking about Costos. Yeah, right. I remember Terminal. I'm not I've not seen it in a while, but it was one of my favourite episodes. One of those. There's always like four or five that you would get into a little bit of a kick and watch, and Terminal was always one of them. So. This is. I am very interested to see how the conversation goes because, yeah, I, I, I haven't watched it since we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, I know what's coming up. I remember all of it. I listen to it a lot, and uh, yeah, it's impactful. The next yes. story. But do you know who Costos is, everybody? Uh, if you don't know who Costos is, because I didn't know, know who Costos was until I actually started researching it. But if you don't know who Costos is, come along and have a listen next week. Yeah. You might learn something. You might learn something, yes. All Very right. unlikely. Okay. But, yeah. Well, yeah, time to take your uh, your outfit off now, Ian. Yeah, Put I it away peel. until next year. Yeah, peel myself out of it. Yeah, I've, I've got, got to take this. on my lap, so I've, she'll I've, have to move. I've got this uh, bog roll to, to remove. Yeah, so. well, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you don't yeah. want it dripping into your tea, do you? Into my it? lasagna. No, yeah. no. All right, so thank you, everybody. Thank yes, you, thanks for listening. Ian. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you for the end, the terminal of yeah, season the three. End.
Yes. Terminal episode. Yes, indeed. Yes. All right. Okay, see you next week then. Bye-bye. See you next week. Thanks, then. Bye. safe to go pushes turn to shovels shoveling the snow frozen you have chosen the path you wish to go drifting now forever and forevermore till you reach your shore and your dream.